Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. It says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That's kind of harsh, isn't it? Doesn't sound much like grace, does it? Don't you realize that some situations can really be difficult? Some situations can seem impossible. There's not a lot of encouragement in that verse. It seems a little bit uncompassionate. Somebody might say, don't you feel sorry for me? Where's the love? Where's the back massage? Well, let me read it to you again. Proverbs 24.10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Well, this might help you. The Hebrew word for faint here means to fail, be weak, limp, feeble, to sink, drop, withdraw, abandon, refrain, and forsake. It's to be in a state of lacking power or force, like a muscle having lost its tone to flex and respond to a situation. It's to lack courage and to be overtaken by fear and dread. And then the word day represents a moment or a particular time. And adversity means distress, dismay, trouble, darkness, sorrow, affliction, and anguish. So the day of adversity could be stated as a time of trouble, dismay, sorrow, and anguish. And when we add the word small, we find in the Hebrew, it's talking about a narrow and limited emotional stability. Small is particularly in reference to a psychological or spiritual status. We could call this emotional distress or low EQ being emotional quotient. Well, how's that for a pat on the shoulder? And the message version doesn't help either. Listen to this. It says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Ouch. Is this God speaking? Well, I believe it is, and he wants us to wake up. The Spirit-Filled Life Study Bible has an excellent note concerning Proverbs 24.10. Strength is not measured in good times, but in bad. So what do we do now? Well, we get up on our feet and believe God. That's what we do. I like a quote by Pastor Wade Hughes of the Faith Assembly of God in Smith's Grove, Kentucky. He said this, my light may be very small, but the darker the night, the greater the light. So say this after me. This will help you. No test or temptation can keep me down. Let me tell you where I found that information. It was in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and this is the message version. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. 
All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. So in response to Proverbs 24.10, what would I call step number one? I would say it is know that God will never allow you to be pushed past your limit. He will always be there to help you come through it. Let's read the message version again. It says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Well, God's not trying to be mean, not trying to be accusing. He's just saying, with faith, we can overcome the world. And 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 13 is the basis for our faith. And I'm going to separate that verse into two sections, A and B, from the Amplified Version. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, in the Amplified, part A says, For no temptation, no trial, regarding as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you and lay hold on you that is not common to man. That is, no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience and such as man can bear. Have you ever heard anyone say, I can't take it anymore, or I just can't handle this? Well, there's good news. God has placed a governor on the kingdom of darkness that limits its ability to try or test us beyond what we're able to bear and gain victory over. And this brings us to part B of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 in the Amplified Version. It says, But God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature, and he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place, that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. Well, what are some examples of temptations and trials that we face at times? Of course, there's the temptation to sin. Then there's the temptation to be angry. And there are various manifestations of that, such as yelling, screaming, shouting, cursing, throwing something, breaking something, being negative, being short or curt, being critical, and just simply having a bad attitude. And then there's temptation for revenge. There could be temptation to give up or fold. There could be temptation to be depressed. And another common one is temptation not to forgive. Well, because of God's governor restricting temptations and trials to what we can actually handle and overcome, well, we can be overcomers. There is nothing limiting us except ourselves. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32 says, He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. I know and have seen many mighty people. However, when we rule our own spirit, we are actually mightier. I've read of kings and leaders who have subdued kingdoms and cities. However, when we rule our own spirit, we are mightier than them too. James chapter 3 verse 2 talks about the perfect man. He says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. I believe a great part of this ability comes by the control of our words. 
When we don't stumble into negative and destructive words, we are better than a lion tamer, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. The Bible calls it a perfect man. I call it a superman. 1 John chapter 5, verses 4-5 through 5 says this, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Two things that the Apostle Paul knew how to do were how to operate when things were great and how to operate when things were terrible. He knew how to abound and how to be abased, how to be hungry and how to be full, in everything and in all things, in whatever state to be content, including how to suffer need. Listen to his words in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And I love verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, we quote Philippians 4.13 many times. However, in the context of what Paul was writing, he knew how to do all things through Christ who strengthens him in the good times and the bad. Because of his strength he had through Christ, he did not faint in the day of adversity. As a matter of fact, we never hear of him complaining, folding, dropping, being limp, feeble, sinking, failing, abandoning, refraining, or forsaking in the times of terrible, being abased, being hungry, and being in need. Proverbs 24.10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Why? Because God's placed a governor on all tests and trials. He will not allow us to be tempted or tested or tried beyond our ability to resist. That's a powerful word. Now let's read Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13 in the Amplified Version. Not that I'm implying that I was in any personal want, for I have learned how to be content, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. I know how to be abased and to live humbly in straitened circumstances, and I know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare, or going without and being in want. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Wow, what encouraging words. In straightened circumstances means to be in straits or a position of difficulty, distress, or need. Remember, the word day means a moment of time. Maybe it seemed like forever, but the scripture declares it's not forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's talking about in any and all circumstances, the secret of facing every situation, any, all, and every. The secret is learning how to be content in whatever state we're in. Just because we're Christians does not mean life is a pie in the sky. However, as we read in 1 John 5, 4, we can overcome the world. 
the word world in the Greek is cosmos, spelt K-O-S-M-O-S. It's where we get the word cosmos, C-O-S-M-O-S, meaning the universe and everything in it. If our faith can overcome the universe and everything in it, then our faith in God can face our circumstances and get us through them. Let me encourage you with 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 in the Amplified Version. It says, And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing, come to you in abundance, so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. This verse is not just about money. It's the ability to overcome. We must stay out of negativity and run in the power of our strength and abilities in him. We must be able to face the enemy with the badge of the army of the Lord on our chest. Proverbs 24.10 in the Message Version, If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Time's up. Gotta go. See you tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.